you must drink. Oh, oh, okay. You're going to drink. Oh. You're going to love it. Okay. You're going to love it. I, I don't think so, but okay. Drink. Drink. We could do this all day. All day long. <laughs> I like to keep it hot I don't care much for cooking I like to eat a lot Scares me when she's driving And that always causes a fight I like to fuck in the morning And I like to fuck at night Sometimes it drives me crazy All those things you do you're a big fat gentile And you're a dirty Jew <laughs> Sometimes you are wrong Sometimes you're not right I like to eat puss in the morning And I suck dick at night Hey guys, hey. Uh, we, uh, <laughs> this week we, uh, we had uh, Mark from uh, Comedy Juice Right, I met up with him at a juice bar The Comedy Juice is a show in Hollywood that it's a famous show. It's been going on for years. Years. And so where else better to meet the booker of the comedy juice than at a juice bar? Ugh. They're everywhere. I hate puns. It's just, <laughs> and I hate juice bars. They really are just gross. The, the stink in there is overwhelming from the people. From the people all, or all the those, wheatgrass? <laughs> no, no. The wheatgrass is awesome. I don't mind that a bit. It's the dirty white people. It's always white people, and they're always dirty because they use crystals on, instead of deodorant. You know, and they 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 use goodwill. You know, positive thoughts to fucking combat bo, which does not fucking work. Deodorant actually, they say it causes Alzheimer's. The yeah, aluminum. The aluminum. In it. Uh, that's why you go Pit Boss by Jack Black, with aluminum free. Really? Yes, and it works. You're almost ready to go to the juice bar. <laughs> I am not. I'm not. I don't have yoga britches. I don't. Uh, I, I'm not. Uh, I'm not a stinky white dude. You know, what? actually, uh, I've got a normal haircut. The uh, more than I've got no facial hair. I think that the stereotype of it being the hippie bar thing is that's not the. It's the total. I'm so Hollywood scene. Oh, it's that too. Yeah, they, but they they don't mind stink either because they're dirty white people too. <laughs> All right, the baseline is is dirty white people. Right, that's what's gross. Is dirty fucking white people this town is replete with them they all come here from nice places that they use soap all right and they come here and they discover themselves which means they get bo all right and they get uh, they get a yoga and an expensive a glass of juice and a fucking <laughs> ten dollars a glass ten dollars a oh. glass oh no it's good for my immune system hey so's antibiotics all right you know what i mean it's a lot cheaper it's ten dollar copay over there too you know when we watched that movie that um Fat, sick, and nearly dead. You were all gung-ho about juicing. Oh, yeah. I don't mind juicing. Okay? I don't like juice bars. You're, you're, you're confusing it. Okay. okay. All right? It's not the actual juice that I have a problem with. I told you I had no problem with wheatgrass. Okay? It's, it's the dirty white people that inhabit it. Right. That's what I have a problem with. So if you don't have to go into the actual juice bar, like if they had like a okay, drive-thru. Here's the hipster at a juice bar. So what could really make me stink and grow a mustache? <laughs> Oh, well, that's, you need uh, uh, beets, uh, carrots, <laughs> um, kale. Everybody has kale. I mean, enough with the fucking kale, everybody. Okay, enough. 
All right. Okay, so the coffee makers turn out because that's your that's your juice of choice. Because Starbucks can be really stinky and gross too sometimes. No, no. Well, you know what? You I, have that I, experience. I had, I had that experience, and I I almost killed that kid because he dunked his fucking uh, dreadlock in my coffee. What? Yeah, I I uh, got arrested. I didn't get taken to jail, but I did get handcuffed. Uh, two pairs of handcuffs, by the way. That's a very fat guy moment. Um, a white kid at the uh, uh, on Sunset Starbucks by the uh, Saddle Ranch uh, had dreadlocks, and he was making my coffee, and he was talking to the lady, and he dunked his fucking uh, dreadlock in my coffee, and you know that's a fucking five dollar cup of coffee. And the bitch, I had ordered a piece of lemon loaf, and she put it in icing side first, which means it fucks you on the icing. Oh, right? yeah, yeah. And, and that fuck, <laughs> that's, that's two ways to make a fat guy fucking crazy. <laughs> Plus, I was going through PTSD, and, and uh, you know, it was not uh-huh. a good place of mind for me. And I flipped out and uh, caused a big scene and broke some stuff and, and uh, was about to throw that guy in that big fucking sink and wash him clean. And uh, that's when the police came. They, they come really quick. They come really quick. The L.A. Sheriff's Department, they come really quick. So the white guy was with the, um, uh, the manager getting a report, and the black guy was with me, all right? And, uh, and I said, hey, thanks for uh, putting those handcuffs on me. I was about to dash away. You know, like there's no fucking way I'm gonna move. I mean, what are you doing, dude? All right, and and he started laughing and he looked down at me and saw. He goes, Ralphie, and I and he goes, Yeah, man, well, Ralphie, what are you doing all this for? And I'm like, Well, here's what happened. And I told him about. And I said, and the black guy got it. They got it because that's an assault. That's assault on a peace <laughs> officer. If you if anybody in food prep fucks with food uh, of a police officer, that's a felony. And so they get it more than anybody, all right? And and he's black, so he gets it more than even regular Oh, that police. dreadlock's okay. been twisted up in there for years. Oh, stinky, just nasty. And you can smell his B.O. over the coffee. So it's coffee bars, then you think juice bars are, wor- are worse? Way worse, way, way worse, way worse. So Stinkier. Dreadlocks worked at, behind the counter? Yeah. And he ha- could have his hair down? He, d- he had it down. That's yeah, exactly, and that's what they did. They uh, uh, they released me when I told him what happened. Okay, and uh, they cited them for health code violations. But I got a writ of trespass that I couldn't go back there for a year. So, but dirty white people uh, at the at the uh, at the juice bars, disgusting, well, disgusting. We went to and, one. And the people, so. the rest of the, uh, the rest of the country, they have no idea. How stinky these dirty white people are because they've never seen it. No, you know, every community pretty much nowadays has a juice bar. Yeah, and but that's the where majority they... of the folks in the rest of the country do not attend it. Right. They don't go, they don't patronize it. Probably and not so because it's no like idea. a $10 glass of juice. It's very, right, it's a very small right. audience that can go right. and My juice. pal Paul Marsh in Little Rock, Arkansas, after putting in uh, audio visual equipment in cars, ain't gonna go, boy, I'm ready to go down to the juice bar. Get me a nice kale radish shot, okay, <laughs> with some cayenne. Yeah, that's what I want. Yeah, he, he'd rather have three fingers in his asshole than fucking deal with that drama. I guess when it comes out, it kind of feels like that. Yeah, right. <laughs>
Touche. I, I like the juice bar. Am I a stinky white person? Right now, maybe. No. Well, you you can be. You have stinky white people tendencies. I, yeah. You you love all that health shit and and, uh, and working and, out and then and, going to the juice bar. <laughs> yeah, yeah, with your Lululemon jeans on. I mean, little britches on, everything. I'm your so LA. Sweating, oh. you know, you little, little pussy sweating and shit. So like I'm a stinky. There. I'm I. You, you can be. You got tendencies to be a dirty white person. <laughs> you got tendencies, all right? But you're a juice, so we give you the pass, okay? Well, I took my stinky tendencies over to this juice bar called Nectar, and we met with Mark on there. So, What's you, this guy's name? You know Mark. You know Mark. You've met him. Mark yeah. Saratella, I guess is how you say it. Is that right? Mark yeah. Saratella. Yeah, it's a hard name to say. And he books... I'm sure I have. I mean, if I saw him, I'd you know. You know who he is. Yeah, so he, just so hard with the Rolodex. Yeah, there's so many people. But... He books comedy juice, and um, that's you good know, for him. There's been a that's lot of a people fucking book headache. that. It is, and he talks about that. Here, listen. Do you want to get a juice? Yeah, I get a juice. We'll get a juice, and we'll come back, and we'll and we'll uh, we'll talk some. Are you into juice? Like, yeah, into totally. Because it's yeah. such a big LA thing to get a juice. Yeah, I think I'd be into it anyway. I mean, I think everyone it's a it's a it's easy to uh, <laughs> to consume. <laughs> it's like you don't have to chew it. It's it's good for a comedian. It's not a very time-consuming meal. So, what are you gonna get? I think I'm gonna get the date nut. The what? The date nut. Baked nut. Rub, oh, date nut. Vanilla bean, cashew, dates, bananas, nutmeg, blended with ice. Ooh, that sounds good. I'm gonna go with the glow because anything that can make my skin look better is. This is the very first podcast done while ordering. Right. I'm very uncomfortable. Are you let's uncomfortable? Bring it, yeah, but let's bring well, it up then, here. You think? But that's okay, yes, but I like it. <laughs> <laughs> You're kind of blushing, actually. Really? This is, this is totally, like, surreal to me. Like, podcast done from the order line. Oh, God. <laughs> this couldn't be more LA. Not only is it juice, but there's two... Two assholes in line doing a podcast. Right, which is totally, couldn't be more LA, and nobody thinks anything of it. Nobody's looking at us like we're weird. Nobody's trying to... I would to love s- to see a tourist right now. It's like, what on God's real? We're back outside in the comfort zone. <laughs> so, I, I know the Juice show from back when Ben Glebe ran it. Totally. Like, that's how yep. long that show's been running. How yeah. did it end up, how did you get the torch? I took it over in like a hostile takeover, like a, <laughs> like a management, like uh insider trading stock shares no they just they didn't want to do it anymore so they they still technically own it and then scott and ben um they own it and i run it who's the biggest person who's ever popped in uh a month ago we had chris rock and david spade the week before that we had dave Chappelle and craig robinson uh louis ck daniel tosh i mean jerry seinfeld we've had every major comedian drop in on our show yeah we had we get at least one pop in each week i mean from you know a star level comic like that. Well, okay, so so you basically just took over a star man. So when that happened for you as a comic, so you yeah. how many years ago was that? Three. Three years ago. Yeah. How did that change things for you? Because you're just a, you're a comic trying to hustle for spots. Now you're running and yeah. booking one of the uh, yeah, shows. Yeah, I would think it's this. I mean, well, it certainly made me slightly more high profile in Los Angeles, which is always a good thing. But then the downside, which is which it seems like you might be asking about, is that it's like. You walk into a comedy club and, like, maybe as, you know, Lana Turner, you have two people that want something from you, right? You go, okay, this person wants something from you and this person wants something from you. But when you're in comedy, it's literally, like, 35 to 40 people want something from you. Fifteen of them are mad at you. You can see it in just the glance. You're like, ah, oh, this person's mad at me. Great. 
Because it, why, why, why do they haven't been if booked? If I haven't returned an email or I haven't responded to a booking request. Hold on, hold on. Let's stop it here for a second. I respect, I respect comedians that come up to me like a man, whether it's a woman or, or, or a, uh, a guy, that come up to me and go, look, I'm having a very difficult time getting into this club, this club, and this club. I, I would appreciate some help if you can. And, and for me, that is honest, and it's humiliating, you know, it's humble, and, um, and it's someone that's asking for help. For me, that's just like someone go, hey, I don't know how to change my tire. I don't know, uh, I, I, I can't, I don't know the language. You know, it's something I would help anybody out. But then there's the others that, that, that uh, want something from you. And if you don't give something to them, they, they feel like you haven't done enough for them. Or, or they talk shit about you. You know, uh, oh, he's an asshole because he didn't do this and this and this and this and this. And back to the interview. Let's get back to it. There was one night where I know of, I think it was Juice, it might have been a different yeah. show, where Rafi was there and it was like like one after another, another of yeah. heavy hitters. And they kept bumping. And Rafi's cool. He's like, okay, whatever. Yeah. You know, I'll go up at the end. I don't care. But there's part of him that's like, that guy is no bigger in comedy yeah. than I am. And egos begin to clash. So, yes, that, that is for sure. And then we have to kind of negotiate. That is, that is the very stressful part of it. Because you're talking about like an ego tornado, you know? (laughs) And so it has to be like, you know, sometimes a star level comic walker in, Chris Lee is a perfect example. He comes and he goes, I want to perform tonight. He'll let me know. He always gives me a heads up, which is good. And every once in a while I'll go, I have to be on set at 8 a.m. Can I go in the next two people? I go, yeah. So I kind of, you have to take everything into account. Call times, flight times. Someone like Ralph, he could easily be flying the next day, especially on a Thursday because he does the weekends. So something like that, he goes, hey, I'm flying at six. We go, okay, he's next. We go to the comic. You know, let's say he's bumping Brian Callum. Brian Callum, Ralphie has to fly at six. Can he go now? And you wait one? Yes, of course. And then so it's, it's, a, it's a whole night of that. This week we had a guy actually show up, very well-known comic, great comic, and he wanted to go late because he was doing the Laugh Factory at 1030, so he wanted to come do ours at 11. I go, great. He shows up at 945. The same exact thing. I have a call time at 6 a.m. He told me he's going to be there at 11. He wants to go earlier. So we reverse him, switch him with someone going earlier. He goes from 6th to 3rd. So then he's watched the host. The first comic goes on after the host. It's a female guitar comic. This kid goes berserk and goes, I don't follow guitar comics. I'll leave. He took his money and left. Those guitar comics, man. I, I, who's the chick? Who's the chick guitar comic? Allison Weber. Oh, I like. Okay. Yeah, me too. She's but it's like, also, when you're a, this is an A-level headliner, you can follow anything. Allison's really dirty, so it's hard. Like it's yeah. really like in like I'm dirty. Yeah. But it's parody, and it's like real, and I love yeah. it. I think it's great. Yeah. But depending on who the comic is, I don't know who it was, but it could be. Re- it could be. They don't want to. Bo- they don't want to. There's a different energy. Yeah, there is, but... But I he agree. should be able to handle that. It, Especially third at the Hollywood Improv. I think anyone can actually follow anyone there because they're, yeah. just, they're hitting the reset button each time, especially on a show like Comedy Juice because they're just waiting for the next kind of star to walk up and someone like this level well, of comic... And that one that guy that's recognizable, they don't know her from anyone Yeah, exactly. Yet. 
So yeah. And this guy is high energy, big voice, booming comic. He would have done fine. Right. But this one, this is where people get their own way. Pause the interview for a second because I want to know what you think. Oh, okay. Have you ever had a hard time following anyone in comedy? Yeah, man, a ton. There's a lot better acts than me. You talk about blowing all these people off the stage, which I've seen, but I yeah, guess, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot, but please don't get it. That I'm delusional that I'm the greatest. I'm the second coming of comedy god. You know, I, I'm I'm just I'm just a stand up. You know, I mean, but you have to understand the the uh, Thunderdome that I grew up in in Houston in the comedy showcase was a so fucking murderer's funny. row, a yeah. murderer's row of comedians. You know. When you had to spend your first three years following a guy named Charlie Shannon and his brother Tishon Shannon and uh, and Thea Vidal, okay, you better be goddamn good, all right. And this is the early '90s, Jack, where everybody's on their top of their game. You got to be, you got to be really fucking good, and and nobody wanted to do those spots, and so it's like I'll take them, you know. I wasn't expected to do anything, but if I got any laughs, then I got everybody's respect. And, you know, if you're expected to bomb and you don't, it's way better than if, you, if, you, if you're expected to crush and you just do okay. It's way better. You know, the, the ballsy move is to follow the best because that's the only way you're going to get better, you know? One of the hardest times I've ever had was following Joey Diaz for a weekend. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. Oh, and that then was. I figured out how to do it. Yeah. That was like New Year's week in Beaumont or something, right? Yeah. Yeah. And it was hard. And and then I figure out how to do it. It's just go with his energy, you know. Give it up to him. A, a, a great thing to do when you're following somebody terrific is go up uh, and stand in front of the microphone, not not behind it. Okay, stand in front of the microphone and go. How about that guy? Wasn't that amazing? That guy was terrific, and be just in awe of them as much as the audience is. And tell him that was terrific. I hope I'm, I can I can uh, do as half as good. All right, that was that was above and beyond. And give them their respect. The comic will appreciate it and understand it. All right, but the audience goes because they love this guy. They go, oh okay, all right. He loves him too. All right, so we're not in it by ourselves. Yeah, yeah. Become part of the team. Okay, become part of the audience. That can be true to any industry and right. anything you do in life, right? Right. Yeah. Right. But it's a it's a thing. The humility and that somebody might be better than you is a foreign concepts to most comedians. Because we have to, you know, all we have so is much our ego. confidence. Yeah. yeah. Our ego and our confidence. You know, we have to have that false uh, bravado to survive. Now, he's telling the story about the girl that, um, that a comedian didn't want to follow. Now, she... The one he he's mentioning, he doesn't mention her name, but she's so beyond filthy. Yeah. And so what do you do in that scenario? Um, you you go, wow, that was a little much, wasn't it, guys? All right. You just acknowledge what the audience says. If the yeah. audience loved her, then you go, man, I love a dirty, filthy bitch. All right. All right. If she if she was too much for him, you go, that was a little much, right? Wow. How many abortion jokes do you think you get in ten minutes? You know, that's do, a little more than I thought. Do you think that? That takes away from that performer, though, too. Good. I'm not there for them. All right. Mm. They should have been there for. Uh, they should have done that themselves. You know. They should have been self-deprecating that it didn't come off so so harsh. And and I'm actually you're doing them a favor. You know. You're you're teaching them. Hey, you you got to fucking change. You can't do that in front of these crowds. All right. Because they'll turn on you. And you know what? I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna be the one that saves you. I'm gonna turn on you too. Because I got to follow this shit and I got to work here. 
I've had comics go up after me and just be dicks and say things that weren't true. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 not right. But also, I mean, there's no need to. I mean, you can roast somebody, but you don't have to. You don't have to be a dick. You can just say something or just a look that it's not too harsh and and gets you it gets the whole thing across, you know. And uh, you just go, hey, I'm here. Queer, get used to it. You know, here's 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 my jokes. You know. Cheers. We got our juice. Awesome. Thank you for getting it, by the way. Oh, you're dribbling. Here. Oh, thank you. That's the mom in <laughs> That's you. That's the mom. I know. Yeah, I'm a total thank mom. You. Thank you. I'm all over it. God, that thing is great. And it looks awesome. Oh Anything God, with dates that was in good. it. Yeah, it was good. And this is good, too. It does, it tastes good enough that hopefully it'll do something good for my face. Like it's, it, you know it what I mean? Your it's like face medicine, is already great. Medicine-y enough. What, yeah, is, right? what is this? Dates and, co- and like almond milk? Great. Do you and, want a sip? No, I'm okay. Take yeah? a sip. You have to try it. Pass it around. No, just, are you sick? Take a take a sip. If we were smoking, you know, ironic thing about doing like have a sip too about doing the sips like this him. is, you would together. you would smoke <laughs> weed with a complete stranger in the back of a comedy club, right? But then with some, something like this, you're like I don't know if I should. You're right. You're right, though. Yeah, we swap spit. You'd make out with a random chick at a bar. <laughs> yeah. But the smoothie thing between friends, like I don't know. You I know that's right. Both have AIDS. Like I went to Mardi Gras and made out with like a bunch of guys when I was in college. Like <laughs> totally. Think about it at all. So. And gross. now this smoothie thing is throwing you off. Yeah. Okay, I don't smoke weed with complete strangers. I I smoke weed with people that don't stink. Okay, you just shared a fucking smoothie with a dude that definitely fucking stinks. No, Mark doesn't stink, but it was it was. Can In you a hear? Stinky environment, and it's passing. No, the uh, it was gross. Between each other, I didn't want to. I just to got sip. a little fucking sick. In my I didn't. Stomach. Could you hear? I was like, "No, I'm good." And then he's like, oh, yeah. "What?" And then he's no, pe- you have to. You yes. Have to. What I do heard. you do though? How do you? How do you? Thank deal? God he didn't whip his dick out. Jesus uh, Christ, <laughs> that would have gone bad for us, wouldn't it? Suck it, suck. I couldn't help it. Ralphie was out. I didn't I want to. I just. I, I didn't know how to, to say no. I just. I didn't want to be rude, but. Yeah, be rude. That's fucking gross. It is gross. And but you're rich. If you want one, just go buy one. Ah, uh, taste it. It tastes like shit. Okay, you don't <laughs> take his aidsy one. I had my own smoothie. I had my own juice or whatever. Well, I didn't need whatever. his juice. I'm just saying. I think you he wanted to taste mine. AIDS I, maybe it was food. maybe it was one of those situations where he was like I wanting hate to try mine. Do that. Oh, can I just try yours? No, no, motherfucker, you can't just try mine. Oh. Okay, and that's where I draw the line. No. I don't try yours. But then he asked. You don't try mine. He asked me, "Are you sick?" And I'm like, "Well, no, but you don't know when somebody's getting sick. Like, some, when you're you most contagious." Said, no, just a little Ebola. Oh, yeah, just a little Ebola. That would make him not I want know. me to sip after him. Oh, I don't think so. I don't have Ebola, you dumb. But I, okay, so I felt. Like AIDS mouth. I felt like I had to like at some point you just feel like uh you got AIDS mouth. Did you like go home and like Listerine like a thousand fucking times? I was well. I I followed up with my whatever my drink was, which was like pretty toxic too. So probably Uh, you get one of the mass explosion ones. Yeah, I mean it all is at the juice Uh, bar. It's so fucking gross. Yeah, And, and you know what? The bathrooms are never fucking big enough in those juice bars. They should have like twelve shitters <laughs> at all times. No, open. the best place to drop a deuce has got to be at a, at the Starbucks. 
That's the grossest place. Yeah, but that's where everybody shits there. Yes. No, the best place is like at like uh, Katana's a great place to drop. Ew, you've dropped a deuce at Katana? How? Uh, quick. Yeah, you can't be in there. No, you can't. But <laughs> that's like it's a, a nice great restaurant. To be in there. Really? Because nobody ever takes a shit in there. Everybody nobody takes shits a shit at, in the at Starbucks. The, right. Everybody. But you shits. you go in the Katana and shit. I'd rather shit there than my own house sometimes. Well, you're paying a lot more money to Fuck be there. Yeah, I gotta leave it here with them. There you go. Enjoy. And you know what I've huh. done before? Not flushed. Not flushed. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Everybody ate a dick sandwich. Okay, that's awful. Somebody's eating sushi and they got to go in there. Oh yeah! Oh god! Oh, it even looks like a sushi roll. Oh, that's right. That oh, the, the, in the women's room they're barfing anyways. So. Oh, they're barfing in there. So gross. Or the girls who levitate—not just to pee, but to drop a, a fucking deuce. Uh, what are you talking about? Girls levitate sometimes. To what do you drop mean? No, deuce. what are you talking about? Levitate. They hike a leg and they drop it like a side shot. What are you talking? Like hovering? All the bowl. To yeah. hover poop? Yeah. You can't hover poop. That's what I've heard. You hover poop. How does somebody hover poop? They they, no, they go in there. A lady will just on and they just power deuce it. Oh. That's what I heard. Who who told you about that? I can't remember right now. Oh, that's a dirty bitch. I'm kind of tired. But, but you know what? That is a dirty fucking thing to do. Yeah, just hold it until you get home or something. Oh, my God. There's some deuces you can't hold back. You can't hold back the thunder. The thunder. You know? For those assholes about to rock. Fire. We salute you. Oh, the best is... One time I was driving through the valley and I wanted to drop a deuce off at that management company or that leave yeah. a leave a message for Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. If you can hey, drop uh, one off Okay. For, so, okay, this is how scumbaggy LA is. Okay, there's been a lot of of management companies over the years that to try to get me to go with them. I, I don't want to tell this story. Let's just this is on. awesome. No, it's no, no, awesome. no, no. It's a fucking it, it's, great no, story. No, it sucks. No, it's I, a I great shouldn't story. have gone there. It's just I, I wanted to shit in their office. And yeah, I, and I, yeah. But I was okay. a street over. I couldn't what find they do, them. They try to get me. They try to talk Lana into it. And she told them flat out, hey, look, I've been fucked over by people. Don't fuck me over. If you legitimately want to talk to me about doing business together, I'm all ears and I'll work harder for you than anybody. All right, and and they they told her, oh, it's not for us to get Ralphie. Okay, at the first meeting that Lana requested, the first fucking meeting, uh, they're like, where's Ralphie? And uh, and and I told them that I was going a different way. I'm not gonna go with their company. And they stopped, uh, even though they said all this, they stopped rapping Lana. All right, and so these guys are such assholes. Yeah, I wanted so to leave Lana them a was driving, driving by the place, and wanted to uh, go into the bathroom because it's right by the front door, and leave them an upper decker. Okay, I don't she, know, not an upper decker, but just not that'd flush. That's been awesome. You gotta, gotta leave. No, an upper those toilets—they they have to have a tank in there. To Either do that, that or bring a plastic glove and do some chalk fucking drawing. <laughs> oh you know? Some caveman Fuck sh- drawings. Fuck you. <laughs> 
shit management. You know what, company. though? That's, that just sucks for whoever has to clean the bathroom. Yeah, though, but it does definitely gets a point across. <laughs> Everybody will hear that one in the memo on Monday morning. Did you hear what happened in the bathroom? Some caveman went in there and tried to fuck you shitty management. Okay, that'd be awesome. I say drop the upper decker. For those of you that are listening at home who don't know what the upper decker is, these are reserved for people that you know are fucking assholes. All right, but you, this is your one last chance to get into their immediate place so you can fuck with them. All right, what you do is is you fucking eat gr- the grossest shit you can. All right, if they've got you like eat. spinach, you, ch- oh, you, dough, you, oh, okay, dip. All right, hot dogs, uh, fucking, you know, you mix all this combo oh, up. Oh, gosh. All right? Hot dogs you, smell and, awful. Oh, they stink on the shit. If you eat some good hot dogs, <laughs> like them red weenies, that, that red ain't natural. That ain't natural. <laughs> all right, but it's good. I can't lie, they're good. All right, but you you pack all this <laughs> in, and you wait till it's crowning, right? <laughs> and you take the lid off the top part of the, of the, uh, of the toilet, <laughs> And you shit in that part. <laughs> all right. What's great is they could flush all day long. They're never gonna have clean water. There's that's that's and most people don't discover it for like weeks. And so it's all moldy in there. It all grew with all that shit water. Uh it's the best. You wanna know what best. the best part is of this story, I think? Is that I'm almost positive you've talked about how to do the upper decker before on the podcast <laughs> it's so perfect because you love talking about upper i decker love it it's so one of my much. favorite fuck you moves I, I bet okay you it's it's definitely a great fuck you and i always anytime i have a good fuck you i want to oh, share yeah. with the audience how to so do, more yeah. people can go out there and seek justice Okay, I'm sorry. What is the problem with sharing a drink with someone? I do that all the time. I don't. I don't see how that's a big deal. You're gross. Total stranger, like somebody. I mean, Mark's not a total stranger, but he's not like I don't know him that well. Like a total. What is the worst case scenario that could happen with Mark? Like you know him well. Mouth AIDS. <laughs> it's not a thing. It is I don't, a thing. I don't know. I know Mark, and like casually, I've seen him around, but I don't know him well enough to. I mean, I, but I did because I, he pressured me. I felt like. If I don't sip after the, him, he's going to be offended or something. He was, like, really adamant. You could hear. Yeah. Adamant. Like, come on. Taste it. You're being I, fucking gross. Okay, what if that guy just ate a turd sandwich? And, and then you go, oh, let me get a piece of that drink. Hmm, what was that piece of corn? I like that. You, you know, I mean, to, it's fucking gross. What about exercising your immune system? Exercise your immune You live in L.A., you exercise it enough. My okay? immune, immune system's constantly challenged with things in the yeah. Yeah, I mean, have you not gotten laid recently or something? N- no, it's been a while. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> th- th- that's what happens, folks. When when chicks don't get stabbings, they go, "Yeah, I'm into that. I could do that. I could see where that might be okay." Right, well, here's the I thing. I don't understand what the problem is. I'm not gonna at, catch anything. At different phases of life. Off. No. Okay. So, like, I mean, I went to Mardi Gras. I kissed a lot of guys at Mardi Gras. What whatever. the fuck? Yeah. What the fuck? It, I mean, that happens. But what then you're the drinking fuck? alcohol, so it kind of kills the germs. Yeah. Tell that to herp. Hold on. Maybe this is sort of something that, like, if you're out there listening. And you feel like you have to have other people drink after you or eat after you. Like, it's really important to you that they do that. Don't. Like, that's rude. It's it's obnoxious. Like, right? Yes. It's a very rude thing. 
cat with a polite they got no thing. You know what her though, she go, Oh great. Is it shit flavored? I love well, no, shit. Do you hear at first I was like, No, no, I'm good. Like I was like, No, that's cool, thanks. I know. Ah, that's cool. And he's like, No, you must try my drink. You and, must try the drink. I was like, Oh, okay. I drink I, the drink. Oh. Drink the drink. I don't want to drink You must drink the drink. Oh, I don't want to drink it. Drink the drink. Please, sir, please. I don't want to drink No, drink for you. Drink, drink. You must drink. Oh, oh, okay. You're going to drink. You're going to love it. If I'm hanging out with a friend, somebody I've known a long time, and we're going to share food or share beverage, that's different because I've, like, known them forever. Like You know what I do? I go... Uh, waiter, can you get him exactly what I have? No, you don't. We've shared we share food all the time. But well, of course, you're my we're, wife. I but I mean, your asshole, no. When we go but, out with I people, mean, like okay, when we go for sushi, we're just talking about shitting a katana. When we go there, you share food off the same yeah, plate. Yeah, but that's not. It's not like uh, it's a communal plate, right? Communal pieces. That's that's different. You know, like you go to some uh, Italian spots and it's uh, family style. That's different. To but some when degree. when it goes on your plate, in front of you, and yours alone, and someone, I fuck, and I hate this, and I swear to God, I almost slapped your mama's hand one time, because I got the fork coming over <laughs> to mine, and and she was she went for a piece of chicken with mashed potatoes, and I'm like, what the fuck? What? I was about to- My mom? Yes. Yeah, she she wanted to-, to taste your food? Yeah, she about got to get, get, get. <laughs> Oh, I know, but, but that's fa- that's that, family. I look, I look, I'm already not in that fucking wheel. All right, that's I got nothing to lose. At least she's sort of family to you. Yeah, not to me. No, that, that's rude. Like you have to ask. Right. Right. And then there's also the whole little plate on the table. You can put like a little before you even eat. Right. You can cut off some of your food, put it on a plate, slide it across the table. Yeah. Or if he wanted me to taste his drink, he could have said. Try this before I drink, or get a separate straw. Right. And I was like, oh, and he wouldn't let it go. He's such an asshole. These LA fucking juice motherfuckers are a bunch of fucking dicks. They are just fucking assholes. They stink. They fucking okay. They cannot be. Look, if you're a man, you cannot be wearing the same workout clothes as the chicks. Okay, I'm sorry. You can't fucking do it. You both got capri fucking uh, pants on that are pink highlights, okay, with black. You should both rock them the Lululemon, all right? <laughs> you both have the same halter top. I want to smack you in your fucking face. It's like, how dare you? You can't do that. It's just, it's just a bad thing, man. There's so, so much shit just pisses me off, and that's one of them. Fucking these stinky assholes out here. Well, Mark... You can take it for whatever. <laughs> Mark, are you stinky? Are no, you Mark stinky? is not stinky. Mark is not stinky. We don't know that for sure. No, he's not stinky. He's he. I trust me, he's not stinky. But dude, when no means no. Yeah. With uh, your dick or your drink, no means no. Yeah. That's no. I I I got I got I got um, juice bar raped. You I juice bar raped. Drink this, drink it. It'll no, be great. I don't want no, to. I don't really want it. I don't drink want it, drink no, it, please, drink sir. it. Please, sir. Drink I, it, whore. Drink it. Oh, God, no. Drink the fucking drink. Me, no. I'll kill you, whore. Oh, God, no. Okay, I'll take a little right. Just don't kill me. <laughs> <laughs> I, feel, I feel really dirty. Yeah, 
yeah, you should. Go where's, wash where's your mouth out with Listerine. Juice raped, kid. Juice raped. That's what I really feel I've been. Juice raped. All right, guys. Well, it's been a pleasure. I never know where that fruit has been. Thank you so much for, for listening. For the stinky motherfuckers that pass Thank as Thank you, me. Mark. I really do love you. And we'll go back and have juice again sometime. I'll never I'll have get a, a juice with cup. you. I'll get a separate cup and we'll share like that. How's that oh, Fuck that noise. I'm never doing it. All you right. Can eat a dick or two. Thanks, guys. All right. Bye. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Perfect Ten. Tune in next week when we'll do it again. Hit up Facebook and Twitter and tell all of your friends and... Well, you get the idea. Subscribe. Visit our page on iTunes. Leave us plenty of comments and a high rating. Check out our website at perfect10pod.com. We'll see you next week. Suckers.